0: Hi everyone, this is Adam Uh, Welcome to something in between a couple of episodes of Making Luck, a Dominion podcast Uh, Wandering Winter's not here right now Um, There's been a a couple of scheduling difficulties we had We both kind of had some things going on And then the time we had set aside for recording the next episode of the podcast uh, I had internet issues and couldn't do it So it was an amazing time, it's been so great Um and I just want you all to know that, uh, we didn't forget about the podcast, we're not going to stop doing it, but last weekend we weren't able to record an episode, Lexi has been really busy with her squeaky toy, and, uh, it, it may be like a whole other week before we can get to a, a full, real episode, but they are coming, we haven't forgotten, and, uh, I wanted to at least make this to, to have there be some content, um so what am I going to talk about by myself without wandering winder well sadness because I miss my bro but anyway um, I I, uh, over the the list of topics that we have come up with that we kind of want to do for the the podcast uh, one of them I had was an episode on Hermit Market Square and uh, the reason that we haven't and are not really going to do an episode on that is because um, I've done a lot of research and practice with this combo and Wondering Winter kind of hasn't and um, kind of felt like it would be a one-sided conversation and so um, I wrote an article instead and uh, I've actually published this article. I-, I know Lexi. Yes, I have. I, I-, I know. It's really exciting. I-, I think it's a pretty good article. Uh, I published the article. Now You may be asking me, but Adam, where did you publish it? I didn't see it on on the dominion strategy blogger in the forums yeah well i didn't publish it there um yeah i i didn't and no one's bothered to link it I, anyway i put it on reddit uh in the process i learned that reddit really isn't the best place in the world to be posting articles because um i want the article to be remain relevant two days after i post it and that's not what reddit is for um but i said i was only going to post it on reddit and you know whatever you can still link to it so um it's going to be on Reddit, and uh, maybe maybe you can link to it, but but anyway, if you want to find the article, uh, I recommend you go to the Dominion subreddit, it's uh, reddit.com slash r slash dominion, or you can just search for it on Reddit, uh, it's not terribly hard to find, and it's called Hermit Market Square Revisited, um, and, and I think it's pretty good, I mean, it'll be there for a while, and uh, this, this is another thing that I want to do, I, I kind of want to find some place to put show notes so I could just like put a link there and say, "Hey, go check out the notes for this episode," uh, and have that all be in one place. So anyway, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, yeah, it'll be in the comments. I'll link to the article. You know, I'll link to the article in a lot of places. But uh, anyway, that's how you can find it. And I kind of wanted to go over a couple of the topics uh, in the article. Just go over briefly. Uh, we'll, we'll still be doing the same kingdom of the week, or you know, the the same kingdom that we were ending the last episode with. Uh, we'll still be talking about that one next time. I'm not going to introduce something new here uh, without my bro. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's talk about Hermit Market Square for a little bit while we're here, yeah. Uh, so, so I don't know if you've uh, if you've never heard of Hermit Market Square. It's a really powerful combo, and the reason it's so powerful is because it's so fast. Um, the idea is uh, you get a whole bunch of hermits, you uh, change a lot of them into madmen, you get a whole bunch of market squares, and then you have this big turn, right? On the big turn, you start off with playing two or three madmen, and you draw most of or all of your deck. You then play a hermit, trashing something and triggering a billion market squares, gaining a bunch of gold. You play a madman, you draw all of the market squares and all the golds, and then you can repeat the whole hermit, trash a thing, reveal market squares, play madman to draw a thing as many times as you have hermits and and madmen to repeat the process and uh, at the end of it you play your market squares for buys and you have a billion golds in your hand and then you buy a whole bunch of stuff it's super great um, that's the idea and uh, what you want to do is get your deck to the point where um, you're ready for such a turn so you need, uh, you need X hermits, and you need X plus two or X plus three madmen so X really needs to be one or two uh, you can have X be more, X is the number of times you hermit trash a thing, reveal the market squares, and madman draw up. You can have X be more, but um, it's like not actually practical. So, so X really should be one or two, so it's one or two hermits, and then three, four, or five madmen, and, and there needs to be that balance, right? You want two or three madmen to draw your deck, depending on how many cards are in it, um, and how many you, you can actually afford to, to spend for that purpose which is usually the, the deciding factor. And then you have um, you have a couple extra Hermit-Madman pairs, and, and then you can have your big turn. Uh, and you want as many Market Squares as you can get your hands on um, without like putting the piles in super danger, for whatever reason, if that's a concern you have. Uh, there's really no need to trash your starting coppers. Uh, there, there's like just no... It's not worth the effort, right? I mean, if you could do it for free, I guess, maybe, but eh, not really. And uh, you'll, you'll also need to be careful to uh, make sure you've got something in your deck that your first hermit can trash. Because if you've got, you know, two hermits, y- your first one can just gain something like curse or estate for your next hermit to trash. But you're going to need something to kick it off. Now, one of your market squares will work in a pinch, but, I mean, that's kind of sad. I mean, you don't really want to go trashing one of your market squares for that purpose. Uh, it feels pretty bad, and you're giving up a lot of payload to do that. So um, the the way you get your deck to this point fastest is uh, first you pile the hermits. You pile the hermits until they're either gone or you have seven of them. Seven's usually enough to get your X equals two, and then you have two hermits and five madmen, which is kind of the biggest you ever want to build. So you, you just go directly for hermits. Get as many as you can as quick as you can. At that point, what you want to do is... You want to be turning your hermits into madmen. That's your top priority. But then, with your hermit gains, as you're playing the hermits, you can gain lots of market squares. So, like, if you're ever faced with the choice between, oh, um, I can either get a madman or buy a market square, well, of course, you get the madman. But uh, other than that, you know, you just want to be getting a whole bunch of market squares. So that's that's the that's the high level version of it. Uh, this is one of the few decks in Dominion that I've actually had to practice playing in order to get it right. Uh, The thing that got me most of the time was I went for market squares before I ever bothered with madmen and that just slows the thing down so much, yeah? If you're not contested, um, your opponent actually has time to do something. Uh, And if you are contested, well, then your opponent can just win the game before you can accomplish anything. So it's very important to to start getting madmen really as early as possible in this case. Uh, and and as early as possible means don't give up hermits for it, but other than that, get your madmen. Uh, so so this combo is so fast, like you can really kick off a, a pretty good turn. Uh, you can get a, a decent turn on turn 12 really reliably, and you can get a really really good turn on 14 or 15. Or if you build up a little longer, which you really shouldn't, you can just empty the provinces on turn 16 if your opponent's just doing absolutely nothing. So uh, that's that's pretty good. Uh, And and because of that, because of how fast it is and how flexible the combo is, uh, you're usually going to be mirrored. And and the thing is, um, since you're going for hermits right away, since you're not really buying anything on a lot of turns to get madmen, you're going to find yourself struggling to find interaction with the rest of the kingdom. If that stuff costs four or more, it, basically, if your hermit can't gain the stuff, it's really hard to incorporate it into a, a strategy involving this. So, if you're mirrored, you know you want to win the hermit split. You're a lot, you're in a lot better shape with five hermits than you are with four hermits, and then also six rather than five. Uh, so it's a big deal. You you don't want to lose the hermit split. You'd like to try and win the hermit split to deny things to your opponent. Uh, there's uh, there's also a few various types of support cards i mean obviously you can most of the time ignore things if they cost less than three but you know if you're looking at four dollars you magically have somehow Um, you know wondering, wondering what the the type of things that you're looking for here so um let's let's just talk about what interacts with this stuff um are there any counters to the deck well, uh, junking attacks, certainly it doesn't matter, right? I mean, hermits can just trash the junk, you never even have to draw it. Uh, what about discard attacks? Um, discard attacks are annoying for this, right? Because they make your madmen worse, but um, really you just need to build and get one extra madmen. And, and there's actually only one discard attack that can be hermit gained, that's urchin. And uh, I mean, it's just not worth it, right? I mean, I'd rather have a market square than an urchin. Uh, if, if you can just get one extra Mad Men, you're going to draw pretty much the same amount of cards for practical purposes. Now, your chances on your big turn of, of stalling and having everything go to crap get a little higher, so you know you have to play it a little safer. But the discard attacks, really, Hermit Market Marketscore can just shrug them off. Uh, what about trashing attacks? Uh, well, all the trashing attacks, except for Swindler, cost too much to be relevant. Uh, if your opponent's just going to go for him, then, you know, get, get more redundancy. I mean, that's sort of how you play around trashing attacks in general. Hermit Market Square, Hermit being a gainer, doesn't really mind all that much. Uh, on the other hand, with Swindler, um, Swindler can be a big deal, because, you know, it's always a big deal. Uh, if Swindler hits your madman, turns it into a curse, you're really sad about that. So, like, if, if you're in a mirror and things aren't going well, or if you feel like you you need to get lucky in order to make something happen then yeah uh, you might as well get a swindler and see if you can make something good happen with it uh, all that being said there's really only one counter to this thing and that would be possession uh, if someone possesses me and i've got Madman in my deck he can spend my Madman and really halt my build he can't steal the megaturn from me but uh, because he uh you can't really redraw the golds that you gain on market squares if you're possessing someone. But you can spend the Madmen. So if they can get up to possession quickly, so like maybe some strong trashing and just play possession every turn, that's something that can counter Hermit markets where And that's really the only reason I could think of that you wouldn't want to go for it. So yeah, possession. Uh, What about some positive interaction? Uh, There's two big ones. They are Scheme and Alms. Scheme has the Hermit-Scheme interaction. Uh, That means... You can play a Hermit, not buy anything, and if you have a scheme in play, you can top deck that Hermit so you can gain a Madman without trashing your Hermit. What this means is that the Hermit split's not nearly as important as it used to be because you're not really limited on Hermits to get Madmen, right? You can kind of generate Madmen in a sense. Also, it means you can start getting Madmen a, a little bit earlier. Uh, because you're not necessarily pounding the hermits until they're gone, right? So because the hermit split isn't the most important thing ever, you're, you have the freedom to start getting madmen a little earlier, and it can actually speed you up that way. So scheme is uh, it's a big deal. Uh, and the other one was alms. Alms makes it so you can actually gain something and still get a madman. And it also kind of gives you access to other support in the kingdom that costs $4. Instead of being limited by what Hermit can gain, uh, you can alms things, and, and that's pretty good. Uh, the, the, other, the other big piece of interaction that I find most common is, is other trashing. So, like, a lot of times if you just lose the Hermit split, you're, you're not totally screwed if there's other trashing in the kingdom. Now, now the best things are the things that Hermit can gain, right? And, and especially the ones that can trash coppers. Because then you don't have to keep extra junks around for them to trash. But uh, if you're if you're just short on hermits, I mean, it, on your mega turn, the the things you use to trigger your market squares, like they don't have to be hermits. The, if there's some other trasher and the hermits are in short supply, which they are most of the time, then you can use other trashers to kind of substitute, turn more of your hermits into madmen, and you can still uh, make your big turn work. So, so that's pretty good. And and the big stars of the show here are um, are the ones that can give you, like, a plus buy along with it. So so trade route and forager. Those are the big ones. It doesn't really matter if they're terminal, but they can substitute for hermits in your big turns. And, yes, trade route. It's uh it's pretty good, you know. Uh, and, and in that same vein, uh, plus buy and gainers, a, a lot of times when you're mirrored, the game is going to end like this. You pile the hermits, you pile the market squares, and then... The first guy that has his big turn will pile the estates and then win the game. Uh, now, if you don't get enough market squares to do that, and they're gone, then you're really looking for um, other sources of plus buy, other things that can gain you estates, so you can empty the pile. And and you know hermit does that too, right? So you have to factor that into the math. Uh, so so that's another reason why trade route and forager are pretty good for this. Um, past that, the other support in the kingdom you're looking for is just anything that a hermit can gain that might be better than, like, that last estate you need to keep. So, like, an urchin here would be kind of nice. You play it once, maybe it hurts your opponent, and, um, then you can trash it instead of an estate. Like, that, that's <laughs> that's basically it. It's not really that, that much better. So, like, how, how are you... how are you looking to play, like, in the mirror, you have to you have to pay really close attention to what your opponent's doing. You want to try and go off first and win the game on estates. If you can't do that, if that's not possible, then you want to go off first and either, um, depending on how in bad shape you th- think you are, you can either make a big dent in the estates, or maybe like buy a couple of estates before you go off, or you can just get some provinces and and hope to win that way. The nice thing about uh, this Hermit Market Square thing is after you have your big turn, if you can't end the game on that turn, your deck is actually pretty good. It's got like a whole bunch of golds in it and some Market Squares. That's like actually a really good deck. So most of the time, yes, you can end the game when you go off and usually you can calculate pretty close to what your payload's going to be and have a good idea of of what that's going to look like and when you can do it in order to win. But, uh, you know, if you can't win, or if you want to go off now, eh, go for it, you know? Like, you can you can actually have a really good turn, and, and the combo's flexible enough, which is why it's so stinking good. So I think I've rambled on long enough. Uh, this is going to be kind of a, you know, a half episode. Uh, we're really hoping that we can get together and form, like, an, an actual podcast together sometime soon. Uh, we've got topics lined up. It's just a matter of us getting together, getting the time to actually record the episodes and, and things are just a little cray right now in, in both of our lives so uh had a little bit of time thought i would check in make sure everyone was still with us uh we plan to keep doing this for a while just trying to find a rhythm and and get into get into a, a good time to record on, on a semi-regular basis uh, as always comments questions complaints all that stuff is welcome uh I, I, we certainly like hearing from you guys, and, and hopefully there's going to be one standard way that that we can like interact with you guys, that, that's somewhat official. Uh, I guess I'm going to work on that now, <laughs> and uh, when that happens, I'll we'll, we'll certainly mention in the audio of the episodes, and, and we'll be linking to it uh, from as many places as we can stand to do so. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's about all I got. Uh, thanks for listening, uh, and and hopefully. Hopefully you come back, and hopefully you give us lots of feedback and, and any questions you've got. Uh, if there's more detail you want to read about Hermit Market Square, absolutely read the article. I mean, I, I kind of just skimmed over it, and there's a, there's a lot of detail in that article that that, you know, even if you know nothing about the combo or if you feel like you know a lot, hopefully you'll be able to take something away from it. And that's it. So, bye.